Welcome to Falun Gong News, direct from China and around the world, from the Minghui website. Topics include news about the persecution of Falun Gong in China, local events, and special items of interest. Now for this week's stories. New York. Chinese spectators praise Falun Dafa Parade. Falun Dafa practitioners staged a grand parade on Saturday, February 26th to raise awareness of the crimes being perpetrated against Falun Dafa practitioners by the Communist Party in China. The parade route traversed the third largest Chinese community in New York City. 1,000 Falun Dafa practitioners strong, the parade celebrated the impressive milestone of 410 million Chinese renouncing their memberships in the Chinese Communist Party, the CCP, and its affiliated organizations. Many spectators praised the parade and said it had a powerful impact. Some also told practitioners they hope more people will practice Falun Dafa, also known as Falun Gong. The procession was organized to convey three main messages. The first contingent was focused on introducing Falun Dafa. The 100-member Tiangao marching band led the parade. Several songs were performed, including one entitled Falun Dafa is Good. The band was followed by giant replicas of Falun Dafa's main book, Zhuan Falun, in both English and Chinese languages. Practitioners demonstrated the Falun Dafa exercises. The procession also included banner and flag teams, dragon and lion dancers, a lotus flower team, and waist drum teams. Practitioners in the banner and flag teams wore newly designed winter jackets with the words Falun Dafa on them. These jackets were designed by Master Lee, the founder of Falun Dafa. Shirley Hugh from the Shenyun Dancer Clothing Company stated that the winter jackets were designed so that everyone wearing them will appear to be full of energy. She added, Falun Dafa is a form of cultivation. Practitioners strive to be good people with high moral standards. We hope practitioners who fled China to avoid the persecution can return to their home country soon and practice Falun Dafa freely. The second theme of the parade was Stop Persecuting Falun Gong. Row after row of banners displayed messages echoing this theme. The banners called upon people to help stop the brutal 23-year-long persecution of the spiritual practice in China. The parade's third contingent encouraged Chinese people to quit the Chinese Communist Party. It congratulated the 410 million Chinese citizens who have renounced their memberships in the CCP and its affiliated associations. Many shoppers from popular stores along the parade route read the messages on the parade banners. Some people took photos and video recordings of the parade and said they planned to share the recordings with friends and relatives in China. Spectator Mr. Yang said, I was impressed by the parade, 
I feel that Falun Dafa practitioners are kind and they want the best for Chinese people. They are united and conduct themselves with high moral standards. Mr. Chen gave a thumbs up and said, I watch this parade every year. I feel that this is truly promoting Chinese culture overseas and letting people outside China know the bad things the CCP has done. A spectator named Tian said, This parade has brought great news. If the whole society learns Falun Gong, the world will be much better. Ms. Chen said, Falun Gong is good. Practitioners emit positive energy. They are righteous, eliminate evil and the virus, because with positive energy, one's immune system will naturally be strong. Mariana, a Falun Dafa practitioner from Slovakia, has witnessed the terrors of communism. She marched in the third section of the parade. Mariana hopes Chinese people will see through the evil nature of the CCP and distance themselves from it. Volunteers from the Global Quit the CCP Center helped nearly 200 Chinese nationals renounce their party memberships during the parade. The Virginia General Assembly passes a resolution to commend Falun Gong practitioner. The Virginia House of Delegates passed a resolution on February 23, 2023, to commend a Falun Gong practitioner for promoting the cause of human rights and religious liberty. Ms. Wang Chinyan from China's Liaoning province remained true to Falun Gong despite being persecuted in China for years. Now in the United States, Wang and her fellow Falun Gong practitioners visited state and local officials throughout the Virginia Commonwealth. They raised awareness of the persecution among state and local officials who are unknowingly and unintentionally facilitating the CCP's practices of slave labor and live organ harvesting from prisoners of conscience in China. Kay Corey, Virginia delegate for the 38th District, introduced the commendation resolution. She addressed the assembly and told the delegates that Ms. Wang was persecuted for her faith and imprisoned in China for years. While in a labor camp, the Falun Gong practitioner was forced to make clothing for an American clothing brand. Delegate Corey called Mrs. Wang a tough survivor and added that she cared about others, even when she was in a difficult situation. Corey said, quote, She is not only a witness to the CCP's tyranny, but also an example that inspires all of us who pursue freedom. End quote. Because Wang refused to give up her faith in Falun Gong, the authorities twice incarcerated her in the notoriously cruel Ma Sanjia forced labor camp. She had to work over 10 hours every day making designer clothing being exported to Europe and America. Wang called her seven years in prison, quote, truly a nightmare, end quote. One day she was taken to a hospital for a surgery that she did not need. The practitioner narrowly escaped death because her blood type did not exactly match that of a patient waiting for an organ transplant. The Chinese authorities continued to monitor her after she endured seven years of incarceration. Realizing that she could be taken back to prison at any time, she escaped to Thailand before reaching the United States, where she is now a Virginia state resident. In 2022, Ms. Wong was invited to participate in a human rights roundtable discussion 
held by the Virginia Attorney General. Bearing witness to the CCP's wrongdoings, Wong showed the Attorney General two pieces of clothing she made and smuggled out of the labor camp. They were photographed for the record. Delegate Kay Corey has shown the articles of clothing to her colleagues when speaking about Mrs. Wong's experience at the General Assembly. In February of 2022, the Assembly passed House Resolution No. 9. In addition to condemning the torture, forced labor, and organ harvesting of Falun Gong practitioners by the CCP, House Resolution 9 urged the CCP to stop persecuting Falun Gong immediately. Delegate Corey said of Ms. Wong, quote, Her extraordinary courage should be commended, and we should learn from her. End quote. Japan. Poster exhibition exposes organ harvesting atrocities in communist China. A poster exhibition entitled Life, Human Rights, and Organ Robbery was held at Tower Hall in Tokyo, Japan from February 17th through the 19th. The exhibition exposes the Chinese Communist Party's organ harvesting atrocities. Ms. Ida, the event organizer, hopes that Japanese people will unite and help put a stop to the brutal murder of Falun Dafa practitioners for their organs in China. The exhibition also seeks to rally support to end the CCP's many other crimes against humanity. It was estimated that in 2016, 192,000 organ transplants were performed in China that year. Legitimate sources for transplant organs in China are insufficient to meet the demand. There is concrete evidence that the Chinese Communist Party sanctions the stealing of organs from detained Falun Dafa practitioners. Prisoners of conscience are routinely murdered to supply China's organ transplant industry. After the CCP initiated the persecution of Falun Dafa on July 20, 1999, a large number of practitioners in China have been detained with their whereabouts still unknown. Mr. Mu, a Falun Dafa practitioner, said, 15 years ago, when we first were told about such cruel things happening in China, very few Japanese believed it. The book, Bloody Harvest, illustrates the real situation of live organ harvesting in China and has been recognized around the world. Mu added, I hope people can learn the truth about the CCP's live organ harvesting in China through the poster exhibition. The event organizer said that many people attended the exhibition and watched the video exposing the CCP's crime of live harvesting. They thanked practitioners for allowing them to learn the truth through this activity. A woman named Akiko viewed the posters and lamented, in China, after you call the hospital and say you want to do an organ transplant, it only takes a week to find a matching organ. It's too cruel what they do to make this happen. She also watched the video and said, I will come again tomorrow. I want to tell my friends about such an important matter. Dublin, Ireland Chinese quit the CCP 
during event in Chinatown. Falun Dafa practitioners held an awareness-raising event in Dublin's city center on February 18th. The rally's express goal was to inform the public about the CCP's persecution of Falun Dafa practitioners in China and to collect signatures on a petition to help stop the persecution. More than 12 Chinese people quit the CCP during the event. Parnell Street has the most Chinese businesses in Dublin and is often called Ireland's Chinatown. As soon as practitioners began setting up their banners, passers-by stopped to read them. Young Chinese people pulled out their mobile phones and took pictures. Some declared their withdrawals from the CCP organizations. The spokeswoman for the Irish Falun Dafa Association pointed out that the COVID pandemic has swept across China. Overseas students and Chinese residents are worried about the safety of their relatives and friends in China. The rally was held in part to provide advice to Chinese people for a safe future. Falun Dafa practitioners have been suggesting that people sincerely and frequently recite the two phrases, Falun Dafa is good, and truthfulness, compassion, forbearance is good. Practitioners also advise Chinese to withdraw from the CCP and its affiliated organizations. Doing this will help people to be safe during the crisis. The Falun Dafa Association spokeswoman also urged everyone to read the article How Humankind Came to Be, written by Master Li Hongzhi, the founder of Falun Dafa. She said, quote, This gives everyone a chance, end quote. Ms. Liu, the spokesperson for the Irish Service Center for Quitting the CCP, said, quote, Since the CCP took power and has launched campaigns one after another, resulting in the unnatural deaths of over 80 million Chinese people, in 1999 the CCP launched the persecution of Falun Dafa. End quote. She then exposed and described the state-sanctioned practice of removing organs from healthy, incarcerated, and unwilling Falun Dafa practitioners. Liu explained that the organs are then sold for huge profits in the organ transplant industry. She implored every Chinese person at the event to recognize the CCP's true nature and its lies and to express kindness. Ms. Liu said, quote, The CCP is not China, and loving the party is not being patriotic. End quote. She emphasized, quote, now more than 400 million Chinese have withdrawn from the CCP, end quote. Lee hoped the Chinese people in Ireland will also do so soon. A Chinese man living nearby said he listened to practitioners' truth clarification many times. As he had been misled by the CCP's lies, he did not take the issue seriously. He mistakenly thought that the practitioners were being paid. When they met again at the rally, the man was moved by what he learned. He told the practitioners his name and solemnly declared his withdrawal from the communist young pioneers. Shravanth carefully read the information on the display boards. After signing the petition asking the Irish government to oppose the CCP's organ harvesting, he photographed the contents on the display boards. He said, Thank you for telling me this information. I will tell my friends. Although it was the first time Shravath had heard of Falun Dafa, he was interested in learning the practice. He asked about the group practice time and said, I look forward to seeing you again. French, German, and American theatergoers 
find deep spirituality in Shen Yun, return to who we are. Shen Yun Performing Arts presented 34 performances in Paris, France, Molheim, Germany, and the U.S. states of Texas, California, Arizona, Wisconsin, Missouri, and Idaho from February 14th through February 19th. Stefan Gassman saw Shen Yun in Molheim, Germany on February 18th. He said, As a person of faith, I experienced a performance that truly displayed deep divinity. This was so unforgettable for me. Gassman continued, We Westerners are used to delivering messages verbally. Shen Yun uses a more direct method, which is easier to understand, especially for people who grew up in Western culture and have deviated a bit from faith in the divine. Everyone can strongly feel this and is deeply moved. Professional violinist Eliandrina Terraza and her husband saw Shenyan performance in San Antonio, Texas on February 19th. She said, You elevated my spirit. You had real musicians there. That's a beauty in itself. The musician shared that when she heard the music, my tears just flowed because it's sublime. It's divine. It's what God wants. She said that we don't have that now. In a world where we are all into materialistic things and willing to step on others for our own gain, Ms. Terraza praised Shen Yun's artistic director, saying, You are blessed with this man that kept this tradition going. He kept the traditional dance going. What grace, what love he has. He spoke to us with his music. Four-time Grammy Award-winning singer Cassandra Ewer, her mother, and her composer husband Richard saw Shen Yun in Mesa, Arizona. On February 16th, Ms. Ewer was impressed by the talent of Shen Yun's vocalist. She said he not only had great stage presence, but he also had very strong and good support to carry his high notes, a very nice range, and smoothness all the way from the bottom to the top. Her husband added that he enjoyed Shen Yun's blend of ancient Chinese instruments with a full Western orchestra. The Ewer family loved the spiritual message that the performance delivered. Ms. Ewer explained the idea that we're immortal beings, that we have a divine purpose. That was beautiful. For Mr. Ewer, his biggest takeaway from Shen Yun was what he called the hope to keep striving to achieve my own kind of perfection in the arts, in life, and also spiritually. Ralph May, executive director of a nonprofit organization dedicated to preventing homelessness, saw Shen Yun in Boise, Idaho on February 18th, referencing a part of the show where cell phones played a role he offered You could see the detachment we have from the divine through our own devices and all of the distractions that exist in our modern world. He called the performance a powerful, moving show that resonates my very soul. B.J. Atkins, the president of an environmental help organization, saw Shen Yun in Escondido, California 
on February 14th. He noted that this world is lost and that we need guidance. In his words, we need to steer away from evolution, steer away from modern theologies. That's what we need in today's society. Businessman Damian Creamer saw Shenyun in Phoenix, Arizona on February 19th. He suggested, we've lost our way and treat each other pretty poorly. It's incumbent upon all of us to seek out the truth and be compassionate, truthful, and tolerant. These are virtues that we as human beings need to remember. He said that Shenyun presents a beautiful message about how to reset and where to go to find the truth. He said it was an unbelievable show. Winnipeg, Canada. Introducing Falandafa at the Health and Wellness Expo. Falandafa practitioners showcased the beauty of their spiritual practice during a Canadian Health and Wellness Expo held on February 18th and 19th, 2023. The goal of the event was to provide health and wellness information to the public. In the past, the expo had been held in many Western Canadian cities. This time it took place in Manitoba Province's capital city of Winnipeg. Practitioners set up a Falun Dafa information booth and demonstrated the exercises at the two-day event. They also provided free, individualized exercise instruction. Some of those who learned the exercises said that they felt very comfortable afterward and intended to continue doing them. Attendees asked the practitioners for the location of the nearest exercise practice site. Many event-goers were happy to receive informational brochures about Falun Dafa. After reading an introduction to the practice, Diogo wanted to learn more. He told a practitioner, quote, I've been looking for a meditation practice, and I always feel that it should have a deeper meaning. It is really wonderful to learn about Falun Dafa, end quote. Diogo planned to keep in touch with the practitioners. An elderly gentleman said that he attended a Shenyun performance and wanted to know more about Falun Dafa. He reported experiencing an indescribable feeling in his heart after a practitioner told him about the practice. The man reported feeling very compassionate energy as he watched practitioners doing the exercises. He brought his daughter to the booth, hoping that she would also learn the Falun Dafa exercises. Some Chinese people discovered the facts about Falun Dafa at the event. The practitioners helped them see through the lies of the Chinese Communist Party, and they withdrew from the CCP and its affiliated organizations. The organizer of the event thanked the practitioners for their participation. He said he is looking forward to seeing their booths at the Autumn 2023 and Spring 2024 Health Expos. Thank you for listening to the Minghui Radio Podcast. For more information, including news about the persecution of Falun Gong practitioners in China and experience sharing stories by practitioners around the world, please visit our website at en.minghui.org.